There we go. Amen. Let's go off with Zion. I'm still getting used to this fancy thing my son sent me. <laughs> but as I was saying, you go to some churches today, you don't know what you're walking into. So at Thanksgiving, we're going back to the landmarks of the gospel. Somebody say, might say that, well, some of those landmarks are, 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 are what's the word that I can use? Legalism. Well, if it's legalism to honor God my life, well, I'll be legalistic. <laughs> if it's legalism to walk upright, then I'll be legalistic. <laughs> Somebody say it with me. If it's legalism to be holy, then I'm going to be holy. <laughs> because you see, people like to cast stones when they don't want to count up the cost and apply it to their life. I would submit to you that counting up the cost doesn't mean it's going to come cheap. Something, something that costs, you're going to have to pay for it. I bought more than one car in my day and never got in one free. <laughs> not one. I go to the grocery store and they have the time to give me anything free, especially not today's prices. They, they want you to pay three, four, five times what it's really worth. It's not a cost. But if you look at that bulletin, it says return to the old landmarks of the gospel. But in 2024, we're going to take a little bit further than that. We're going to return to the landmark of holiness in 2024. You might say, boy, you have lost your mind, baby. <laughs> but like I said, I counted the cost. And I stopped some more, I got the count. And when I found out that just because it's expensive doesn't mean it's not worth it. It's going to sink in after a while. <laughs> Returning to the land, our message tonight is walking in holiness. Walking in holiness. Now, I, I, I want to set the table. And, and if you don't know me by now, I'm, I'm, I'm a, let me go ahead and let you know. If, if you're listening in this audience or if you're listening on the, what do you call thing, podcast thing out there, and out there in the cyber world, break out your pen, break out your pad, break out your Bible. And take some notes. And when it's all said and done, go back and research what I said. See what I said ain't so. All right. All right. Now I have a whole bunch of notes here. I don't know going to give you all these notes. This might be this might end up being a series. <laughs> all I know is that it's time for us to walk in holiness. Now, before I actually get into what I have prepared, I want to tell you what holiness is not. All right. All right. Come on now. Holiness is not about being arrogant. Come on. It's not about being aristocratic. Come on. Holiness is not about putting down on others and picking one's own self up. Alright. Holiness is not having snot filled nose and constantly blowing in the presence of other people. That'll sink in a little while. Holiness has nothing to do with your uh, 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 with your persona. It has 
everything to do with honoring God and who he is. And if you truly honor in God, true holiness is lowering oneself, much like humility, in order to lift up somebody else. And in case of only you want to lift up Jesus. Because Jesus said, and I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. Therefore, what must walk holy in order to lift up Jesus? I haven't talked about holding this word yet, have I? I'm going to get to that in a little while. I, I got a second thing to preach. All right, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. This one of those seven course meals here. <laughs> Let's see, we have to do this over a couple of series. I can't, I, I'm not sure yet, but we're going to have to work with this thing a little while. Because yeah. I want people to understand that holiness is not just what they did the day of old. Holiness for the Christian is a way of life. Mm. Mm. So I better stay with me for a little while. All right. See, there are a lot of Christians who profess. Well, let me rephrase that. There are a lot of people who profess Christianity. And they see salvation as nothing more than asking forgiveness for past sins. Now that's important. I'm not making light of that. And confession of sin and repentance are absolutely vital. But there's more to it. You see, salvation in itself brings about a number of things. I told you, I should make this a serious preacher. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because it brings about a number of things. One thing it brings about is justification. Yes, sir. Salvation does. Yes, sir. See, when you're justified, Christ sees you, and I'm using this in layman's terms, as if you had never committed whatever it was that was done. It's kind of like being pardoned. Mm-hmm. Mm. Somebody still with me up there? Right. It puts you in right standing with God. All right. Some say that's righteousness. Right standing. God sees you as though you never committed whatever act it was. It kind of works in line with justification. Your record has been cleaned. You are now in right standing. You see, uh, if you go to court, let's say a traffic violation, and they say, well, you go and you do this community service, we're going to clean your record. We're going to purge your record as though you never had it. Mm. And so you go and you do the community service and you, you make penance, as it were. You reckon it's purged. It's as if whatever you did never happened. It doesn't even show in a record. It's been deleted. <laughs> yes, sir. You're going to see you're gonna see the analogy here in a minute. It's going to kick in. Regeneration. Huh. Regeneration. Something else that something else does. You heard the term rebirth? Regeneration, that's synonymous. Being regenerated, being born again. He said, You can't go on without having well. And this is true. They, they all work together. I haven't gotten to the whole of my text yet. This is going to have to be a series, I think, for mm. and then And then we have the adoption. I think this is one of the best parts of salvation. Because at one point we were strangers with God. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 
<laughs> At what point we, we, God had nothing to do with us because of sin nature. But then came salvation. That blood of Jesus that washed away the sin. And now he granted us. Now, I, I gotta tell you, I'm not much of a horticulturist, but I understand a little bit about granting. Mm-hmm. You can take one plant and somehow another, put it with another plant, and those two plants mold together. Is that correct? That's right. That's right. Mm. They've been grafted. Mm. Kind of hard to break them apart without killing either one or both of them. That's right. That's right. And if they're together long enough, they become one. They become one. Come on. We've been adopted into the kingdom. We are no longer strangers. We are now a part. We are now the king. We are heirs of God and joined in with Christ. That's right. That's right. Come on. Come on. My, my, my. Come on. This is, I, 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 I'm trying to set the table, but I want to get to the holiness part, but I can't get to the holiness part until I set the table. All right. Yes, sir. So this is seven course meal. This is not just a bowl of soup. Yeah, this is seven course meal. All right. <laughs> Come on. Ooh, my goodness gracious. Come on. Holiness is also a benefit of salvation, but it's the only benefit that requires the Christian to make further decisions. Let me see if I can't make myself real plain here. As a Christian, we have choices. All right. We can choose to go here or to go there. All right. We can choose to do this or to do that. All right. But if you go here or we go there, and if this honors God, I might suggest to you that we're not honoring God, we're not walking in holiness. Right. If we're doing this and doing that, and wherever this and that are, if it's not honoring God, it's not holiness. That's right. That's right. It's alright. Mm. It's alright. Have we got to the definition of holiness yet? We'll get there after a while. <laughs> holy. I remember one writer said, be holy for I am holy. We haven't gotten there yet, though. <laughs> so when you're saved and you've been regenerated and you've been grafted. Holiness becomes a part of your nature. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. See, there's some things that I would do and I could do, but I won't do. I'm going to make this real plain. I can have a girlfriend in my house right about now. I'm telling the truth, I could. Who's going to stop me? Nobody in here, right? No. Come on. But I don't have one in there. You know why? Because it wouldn't be pleasing to God. Right. There you go. I would rather honor God than to please myself. I got to make it plain. This man don't understand when you talk simple. Yes. I'm not too good at sugarcoating you. I'm not too ears. That's not my job. I got to make it plain preaching once more than some more. Excuse me. We have decisions that need to be made in order to further the work of God. See, we're not holy just for our own benefit. 
We're not walking holding this for our benefit. We get a benefit from it, but it's not why we do it. Right. I didn't join the Marine Corps for my own benefit. Now, I received benefits by going in. Yes, right. But going in itself was not a benefit. Walking in holiness, yes, it's honorable. But the benefit is. Oh, my goodness. Come on. I'm trying to. Take your time. Look, holiness, when you're walking in holiness, that means you're walking to serve God. We're working to serve God. Our life, no matter where we are, should be pleasing to Him. Amen. Amen. I, I'm, I'm going to give you this, this little nugget of holiness. It means we separate ourselves from whatever displeases God in order to live God. <laughs> That's just a little nugget right there. That's all right. Mm, mm. It means an absolute dedication to God and, and what He requires. If you could say you're saved and you're not dedicated to God, you might want to reconsider what you're really doing. Amen. Amen. I'm not talking about lack of perfection. I'm not talking about the making lack of uh, perfection. I'm not talking about you not making mistakes. You're going to make some mistakes in this life, but a mistake is just that. It's not intentional. Let me give you two definitions or one of the better definitions of sin. I'm gonna go a little bit, I'm gonna go a little bit Hebrew on this for just a minute. It's hamatia. Now the word hamatia means you miss the mark. You try, it comes from the, it comes, you know, with, with the bow and arrow. You try, you aim right, but you pull the thing wrong and you miss. Someone's not even trying to live right. Some of us don't have a bone arrow even in our hand. We don't want to live right. Uh, come on, preacher. So for you, it's not a homotelia. For you, just playing, you just playing out there. That's not holy. I said that's not holy. No, it's not, no. This is a popular message, is Leviticus 19 and 2. Oh, I finally got to a scripture, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Leviticus 19 and 2. Ye shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. Right. I, I want to read that one more again. Leviticus 19 and 2. Ye shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. Look here. When I read that, I see some words that stand out. One of those words that stand out is the word shall. You know, shall, when you see shall, even in our legal documents in this country, shall is not a suggestion. It's not if you feel like it. A shall, when you see shall, is an absolute mandate. You will do this. That's some, that's some pretty strong language there. You shall be holy. 
You shall be. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. If you're going to walk with God, if you're granted, if you're saved, you're going to be holy in a discussion. That's right. That's right. For the record, I didn't write the book. But I, I, I got I to gotta preach it like it's written. For I, the Lord your God, am holy. Now, when I look at this, I have to consider the holiness of God. Because the holiness of God and the holiness of man is quite different. Yes. Yes. The words seem similar because they are similar, but they are quite different. Mm. I told you this is a series, preacher. I got all these notes. I'm, I'm going to get through these notes before 1 a.m. I'm not going to try to preach till 1 a.m. But I'm just saying we got a lot of stuff here. You know what I have to do, though? If y'all see me, I got to come out of this coat because I'm high. Y'all see me for a second. Please. I got to come out of this coat because I'm high and I'm sweating and I don't like to sweat. So I hope y'all don't mind. Psalms 99 and 9 points to the holiness of God. Psalm 99 and 9. Now, there's some things that stand out there to me. But it says, exalt the Lord our God and worship at his holy hill. For the Lord our God is holy. I'm looking at these different words here. One word is the word exalt. To exalt means to lift up. To reverence. To honor. One could even say to bow down to. Exalt the Lord our God. And worship at his holy hill. For the Lord our God is holy. We're looking at God's holiness now. God's holiness is foundational to his being. I'm going to say that one more time. God's holiness is foundational to his being. If, If there was no holiness, there would be no God. Somebody taking notes? That's <laughs> a note. He is majestic. His holiness is majestic. Preaching up my shoes, I preach up my shoes. That's all right. <laughs> He's awesome. God's awesome in such a fashion that just to even look upon him will put us in a state of awe because of his holiness. But this is the thing that really stands out to me. Because of God's holiness, he is separate from the world. Or the world order. That's what it really gets down to. God is separate from the world or the world order. That word world and world order, they're the same thing. We're not talking about the physical world, we're talking about the activities of the world. Those things that pull from holiness, God is separated from that. That's right. Come on. This is why there's certain things that the holy one should not do. 
I'm getting some real toward this one. Preacher, watch this. Like what up there getting drunk? Come on. You know, smoking what they call them little cigarette thingies? Mm. I'm in real trouble now. I can step on somebody's toes. But see, you may say, well, why can't we do these things? Well, and this is other things. We can go down a whole list. But we like to skip over some of this stuff. Well, the scripture is clear. When you destroy God's temple, God will destroy you. This is God's temple. Those things tear apart the temple. We can ill afford to tear apart God's temple. And if you're doing those things, you are not walking in holiness. We are supposed to build up God, exalt Him, not tear down His temple. Come on. Oh, we can go down the list and be a backbiter. That's not, that's, that's not too holy. Nope. If you run around a place <laughs> dying on folk, that's, that's not too holy. Oh. Being holy. Look at this other idea of holiness of God. Otherness from creation. Otherness from creation. In other words, He created it, but He is not part of it. That's right. Come on. No, we're not talking about deism. We're talking about the fact that God is not and cannot be impacted by the things of the world. Let me have a goldfish. And you put them in a little aquarium that's swim around in there. Now you went to the store and you bought them and you get pleasure and watch them swim around and you feed them once in a while, you know, make sure the water is clean, that kind of stuff with filtration systems. Well, if that goldfish dies, does that severely impact your life? Mm, probably not. You might just go to the store and get you another one. <laughs> All right? Well, such is the case. I'm not saying God is not impacted if we die. I'm just saying God is not impacted by the world events. Right. That, that, that doesn't move God. I, I gotta make things clear that I'm making that. I'm just total righteousness and purity. Yes, God is totally righteous and totally pure. His holiness. He has moral perfection. If we were just to use some of these criteria in our own lives, we'd be Christian. We'd be Christian walking in holiness. I'm just on the second page of my notes. But I want to make this so plain that there's no question about it. What's going on? Even the young ones in the back said, that people said we got to be holy. That means we can't live like the rest of the world. I don't think you to hear that in their ears. So i got to make it plain. I stated earlier that God's holiness is not a mere suggestion. It's a command. It's a way of life. But to see holiness not, did not begin in the biggest. I'm going to give a couple of examples that I'm going to stop it for tonight. Because I will be here. I'm going to make this into a series, I think, preacher. I am going to have to make this into a series because if I see too much at one time, I'm a boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> too much? No. Yeah. Uh, you ever been at the dinner table and you just keep on eating? You go to one of those buffets and all you do is eat and eat and eat right. and eat. Don't tell them. 
But you eat so much that you're hurting and in pain, and you wish you had to eat all that at one time. Now, I don't mind you hurting on God's word, but I want you to be able to digest it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's it. I want it to sink in. That's it, sir. That's it. Come on. Come on. Yeah, I'm going to have to turn this into a series. So when y'all come Sunday, I'm going to keep people with this one next week. Genesis 5 and 22 through 24. It points to one guy, one gentleman that walked in holiness. And Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah 300 years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch walked with God and he was not, and he was not, for God took him. What is that saying? Enoch walked in holiness. Enoch did not conform to the world order. Enoch sought to please God. He pleased God so much that God said, look at here, I can't let my servant die. Nope. So God reached out and pulled him up. Yep. Enoch never physically died. Nope. When it says, and he was not, he wasn't on earth anymore. God took up everything about him. And I don't know how God did it, he's God. I don't know how God did it, but he's God. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not because God took him. But what made Enoch holy? What made him holy? Well, let's look at a couple of items that made Enoch holy. My goodness. Reconciled with God. I'm going to go into more detail on this later on, but I'm not going to go into detail right now. But he was reconciled with God. He was brought back in union with God. He was righteous. He was in right standing. He had a sober life. And I'm not talking about just a lack of alcoholic beverages. I mean, he walked clearly. He had a clear mind. He knew his direction. Yes, he put God first. Yes. That is the key element there. He put God first. I said, Enoch put God first. If you don't put God first, there is no way in the world you can walk upright. Mm. And he had communion with God. Not what we do here sometimes. We haven't done it here in the States bringing here recently because of some different things. But communion is another word for fellowship. He talked with God. He walked with God. He, he, he did everything he could to be. You know, like a husband and wife. Somebody stand with me. Come on. A husband and wife, if they're truly husband and wife, they commune one with another. This is the word that people misuse called intimacy. That's not it. I'm saying. Mm. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about intimacy. That means you, you, the relationship is such that you, you, you understand each other. 
and you learn each other and you're growing together. You're free to communicate one with another. Intimacy. You didn't know I do that, did you, preacher? So it's time we got intimate with God. Not the foolishness now. I mean a relational aspect. Walking with him and talking with him. Being his people. Him being our God. Mm. With a goal of pleasing God. Pleasing God. I have so much notes here. I'm not going to go through all these notes tonight. I'm just not going to. With a goal of pleasing God. Your life should be in such a fashion that you seek to please God. We all could have been home sick tonight. I sure could have been. My bedtime is 9 o'clock. If I get to 10 o'clock, that's way, 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 way too late. Because <laughs> I'm an early bird. I don't even use an alarm clock. <laughs> my body gets tired. Oh, I'll say my body, but the Holy Spirit is supposed to be going at the same time. Every morning. I don't even need an alarm clock. You just say something, it's time to get up. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling the truth. That's right. I know you. And even if I set the alarm clock, use it only for the thing goes off. Mm-hmm. So why bother? <laughs> but your life should be one that is set to please God. You know, and I'm kind of glad that's the way it is because I cannot tell you how many times I've been different places doing different things and I walk about and say, say hey pastor or hey preacher, don't I know you? I don't know who they are to save my life. Mm-hmm. But you got to be walking right. you got to be talking right. And when I say walk, I'm not talking about physically walking. I mean your lifestyle mm-hmm. has to match up to the word of God. That's holiness. If your lifestyle is not matched to the word of God, you might want to check and see what you're doing. Holiness. Without which no man shall see God. No man. So in 2024, day frame is returning to the landmark of holiness. Some are not going to like it, preacher, but that's not my problem. Some are going to try to run from it, but that's not my problem. I pray that many gravitate towards it. Because if you gravitate towards that holiness and you let it be a part of your life, you let it be your life, I can promise you, I can assure you, no, it's not going to be an easy life. But God's blessings will be upon your life. Amen. I can guarantee you that. Amen. I can guarantee you that. Amen. So I'm going to leave this. I'm going to have to. This is, this is a series. I'm going to leave it right there for right now.